Viva los tiburones! That's all you're getting from me tonight, folks. Sharks win on Cinco de Mayo in San Jose on Los Tiburones night. Tomas Hurdle in his 500th game had a pretty good night. We'll talk about that and more right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Cinco de Mayo 2021. The Sharks come back from a 2-0 deficit. What was it? It should have been reverse retro night, if that's the case. And beat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, teal together and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course our, dis our Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good evening, everyone. Eric Hur alongside the angry Canadian robot. He is Mr. Ian Reed. Hello, hello. Like I said, I, I should have rocked the reverse retro because it's like, they come back from two nothing down and win. Usually, it's the other way around, Ian. Yeah, um, obviously, uh, it was you know it was a good it was a good game for the Sharks. Uh, they, I, I didn't really enjoy the first period all that much, um, but it was definitely a game that got better the longer it went on. Yeah, I, I, it was not exactly the. Um, I, I think even Randy Hahn said you know it's not even the. Uh, the excitement that we had in the first game, folks, and it, seriously, I think it took what uh, you know, thirty-five minutes to get into get a goal scored in this game. But we'll talk about that and a lot more. Uh, entering tonight, the, the the Sharks weren't getting uh, much out of this series. They were uh, 0-2 and one in this four-game set, this expanded home-at-home -home set with the Abs, and uh, you know. It, they had some potential, especially the game on uh, on Monday night, but that just fell through. But, you know, starting Grubauer again, uh, you go with Koshinash, you, you bring in Shemilevsky, and uh, I believe True was back into the lineup as well. Uh, and Leonard gets the night off. Donato gets the night off. Uh, I mean, all in all, I, I think it was a good night all around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the you know how they finally win now. You know, oh yeah, now that they're eliminated, <laughs> now they win, right? Um, but but I mean, all in all, like I, I thought the Sharks played a pretty even game. Um, I thought Kozinash had uh, had a really good night. Uh, I didn't like the I think it was the second goal. I really didn't like, but other than that, I thought he was solid, um, and that's pretty much all you want from a goaltender at this point you know you want you want to get solid games um and you know and barabanov uh, you know that top line with hurdle uh canon barabanov just continues to uh impress um yeah some guys you know it's a little bit of rotation in the lineup which i think is good i think that's what you want to see at this point in the season you want to see you know guys like uh chemlevsky and 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 those guys get uh a chance to play and i think that they should do that 
uh, all the way through. Um, you know, I think that the, I, you know, it's, it's probably, it, it's hard, you know, because like for a four game stretch, like you would think by the end of a four game stretch, like this would, you would think they'd be ugly games. Yeah, right. And right. they're really, there really wasn't any hate here, which kind of surprised me because I thought, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Like after four games uh, in a row, especially in as few nights as there's been between these games, like you would think there'd be a little more hate in the, in the game, but there really wasn't, um, which I think worked to the Sharks' advantage because um, I, I thought the Avs were a little bit complacent last game and they were able to turn it on at the end and, and, and pull out the win. Um, and I think they got, you know, I think it was a little bit more of the same tonight. Um, but you know, the abs just couldn't get back in the game. Um, amazing what not having Martin Jones and that will do for, for a team. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought Koshinash had a nice night, 30 saves on the night. Um, yeah, that Burakovsky one uh, wasn't great. I thought, uh, no. you know, uh, I thought the first goal was a nice shot by Tyson Jost to make it one nothing. You know, Jost, it's it's his uh, first goal in 17 games, so that was kind of a little bugger. But then, you know, like you said, Burakovsky gets a nice shot, but Koshinas should have had it. Yeah, there's no tip there. It's just pretty much straight in. Like, it's, it's a definitely a, a shot that you want your goalie to have. But aside from that, I mean, I thought he played a really – played a really good game and he, and he has gotten better. I'm not convinced. Like I, I, I very much on the record as saying Jones needs to be bought out, but I'm <laughs> not on like, I, I, I think it was a good game and I think he's had, he's, he's strung together some good games, but I don't know if like there's enough there that I'd be like, okay, it's Cozen Ash's net next year. Like I'm just, I'm not there. Not yet. At least. I mean, he's, he's shown some signs. Uh, I mean, he's taken a lot of shots, especially in, the, in this series. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to say, what, 70-some-odd shots that uh, that Kojinaj yeah. took in, in the two games he played against Colorado. Um, you know, and, and good to see, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it didn't look good, you know, 2 nothing. They give up two goals in about two and a half minutes, and then you know, with 13 seconds left, I'm I'm calling the I'm naming the line. All right, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? The Hurdle Kane Bonov line, because they just come surging at you. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll work, right? I don't know. I th- I just think it's <laughs> it's Tomas Hurdle's world, and we're just living in it, right? And and he gets a nice feed from Evander Kane to make it a uh, 2-1 after two periods. And, uh, you know, SG 2021 with the Super Chat donation, Tomas Hurdle was one goal away from the hat trick. You know, yeah. he gets that second goal of the game early on to make it 2-2. Yeah, I, I mean, it really a really good game for that line. Again, that line continues to impress. Like, it, there's so, I, you know, I'm running out of ways to to phrase it you know to, to praise this line in different ways so i'm not just doing the same thing over and over again but the uh, this line continues to impress i think barabanov um has definitely you know uh should be in the conversation for a contract in the offseason I, I think the sharks would be 
would be silly not to. I think, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be like a huge deal though. Like I'm not concerned about it money wise. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good little stretch, but I'm, I'm, I don't think it's going to be like, Oh shit. You know, Barabano's going to break the bank in the off season. I don't think so. I think he'll, <laughs> I think he'll get paid a little bit, but I don't think it'll be, you know, uh, and depending on how long uh, they make that deal for, I mean, it could, it could end up being a, a really nice deal, Might, you know, and, but maybe he takes a short deal, you know, maybe he only wants like a one or two year deal. And I think even at that, I think the sharks would be fine. Yeah. You got lights attacking you. But you know, I, I do like how uh, he has played well. I mean, in, in six games, uh, six points, you know, yeah. and it's good to see, you know, uh, and unlike lights falling apart here, which is so terrific, um, <laughs> but it's nice to see. It's really nice to see how how the, how a line's finally clicked. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a season with so few positives, like you got to take what you can get. And I think if you're looking for something to, you know, give you a little bit of hope, like I'm, and again, I'm not saying that you know they're going to sign Barabanov and and back to the playoffs they go and everything's fixed, <laughs> but but I mean, like, we wish. Sure. But I, at this point, you know, if you're looking for for little positives that you can take from the season and there's not a whole lot there, um, that's definitely a positive you can take away from the season. Yeah. And, and it's nice to see. Uh, we do have a sound clip of uh, what it would sound like it, when one of the Sharks scored tonight in Spanish. Nuevamente, aquí viene la jugada, puede ser aquí el tiro, ¡Gol! ¡Gol! ¡De los tiburones de San José! I, I, I just get a kick out of that Spanish call uh, from, from last year, but uh, goal... Para Los Tiburones de San Jose, Hurdle ties it up at 2-2. Then the Sharks get on the power play, which I think, what, they have one power play goal in their last 13 games. And, and next thing you know, uh, Hurdle and Kane set up Eric Carlson to that essentially turned out to be the game-winning goal. I mean, the power play finally looked decent tonight. I mean, yes, they finally get off the schneid, and, and but... Uh, but uh, all around, a, a nice one uh, and a nice shot from Eric Carlson, who needs to use his shot a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice one-timer, nice passing, you know, good, good passing play. Um, I thought that the power play looked a little bit better tonight. Um, I was surprised because I've, I've generally been anti Burns and Carlson on the same power play unit, but um, tonight I thought they were pretty good. Um, and I thought the, yeah, I mean, it was a great pass by Kane, um, and, and Carlson made no mistake on it and it was good to see. Yeah. It, I, it was nice to see and nice to see him different spots. If you're going to have them mm -hmm. on, you know, on the power play, I saw a little bit more movement from Eric Carlson. Burns was more in his usual spot, which is nice, but at the same time you have other guys moving around. You're not just staying stagnant. You're just not standing there because that seem that can be a little predictive you know yeah no absolutely um yeah like i said power play will go better tonight i thought i thought the team played better as the game went on the team got better um and you know um obviously right now everyone's like oh well, team can't even tank properly <laughs> well, um, and i 
and I and I hear you. Well, I hear you. But um, right. but all in all, I mean, if you know, it was, I, like, yeah, you want obviously like losing out would be better for for the things. But I I feel like they're pretty they're pretty much gonna get locked in between probably eight and eleven at yeah. this rate. So I mean, and you know, and then and then the the draft could move them up. Um, I'm not too worried. I mean, I whatever you know, wh- whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen. I mean, I, I, as long as like games are entertaining, then I, you know that's that's all I can really ask for. And and I'm not gonna lie, like I was entertained by this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, it's nice to it's nice to get a win after watching them basically get fed for the last four games you know and even the start of this one like i didn't i was like oh this isn't gonna end well um but you know they turned it around and 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 they got a win and i mean yeah it's it sucks from a draft perspective and and i i'm you know i'm right there with everybody you know like obviously i want the best possible pick the sharks can get (laughs) but at the same time like i you know i don't watch any other sports so like there's like three games left and then i'm without sport i mean i'll watch some playoffs but it's not the same without a rooting interest, right? So, yeah, I mean, you still, I, I still want to be entertained, right? I mean, what? No, you're, you're not rooting. You don't have a CFL interest. No. Okay. Go, go, Rough Riders. Uh, Sleepy Mofo in the chat saying inconsistency. Thou name is the San Jose Sharks. Uh, you're not wrong there at all. Uh, a couple of super chat donations from Rob Iman. Thank you, bud. Yep. Uh, $5 super chat donation. Of course, donations go help support the show. Just an FYI here. Uh, we do prefer, uh, if you're going to give us some love, it would be through Venmo at Teal Town USA, uh, where we get 100% of the proceeds. But uh, Rob Iman with uh, Adios Pelota for Martin Jones. <laughs> God willing. I don't know. And, and we'll get to your other one in a, in, in a little bit during the wraparound, Rob. Uh, we'll save that one, so just so you're aware of that. But uh, getting, let's get to some of the comments coming from uh, the locker room. Uh, Bob Bugner saying, uh, I'm proud of the young guys. Habits are developing, and they're getting comfortable in our system. It's good for them to be in these situations and face this yeah, kind of talent. I mean, it's, you know, they're 50 games in, and it's probably about time. Uh, right you would think right now uh continuing on uh bob would say uh even though we haven't had a lot of success versus colorado or vegas we've gotten better as the season's progressed Mm, maybe you know um uh, i'm unsure on that that eight game losing streak says something else uh, for sure uh when we all come together and have a group effort like that, we can hang with those teams. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, mean, come on already. (laughs) I I, I mean, I guess like I thought they did, you know, I mean, they played, they played the last two games they played weren't awful. Like last game, Jones coughed that one up on a silver platter. And this one, they, they, they played well, but I mean, the end of the day though like if these games matter are you putting money on the sharks i'm not but i mean you know what what's he gonna say well you know everything sucks and we won but f all this and like i mean i'm not and i'm not (laughs) trying to do that either like what is he gonna say right yeah i I, it's just it's like yay 
but a little too late. A little too late. And, and it's just going to make it worse if you get, you know, finish out with a four-game winning streak and and, and you got the worst odds, you know. Uh, Drysaddle and McDavid are scary, but McKinnon's line is so good. With Makar, you have to worry with more than just the three guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have Miko Renton and uh, Gabriel Landeskog, McKinnon, and then you have Kale McCarr, who is probably one of the best defensemen in the game today on your blue line. Like, that's that's just silly. It's just silly. Yeah. I, like, I just... it's, it's, there's, so many, there's so many ways they can hurt you on that line. And they showed it. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Uh, another super chat from SG2021. Thank you very much. Tomas Hurdle was playing like Steph Curry today. I don't know. I think he was playing like Tomas Hurdle. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, Hurdle Hurdle's been great this. Like, I mean, other than you know, he's he's had he's had on and off, and I know like he had the thing with COVID, which obviously sucked. But I mean, dude's been like him and I think him and Kane are are the guys earning their paychecks right now. Oh, big time. I mean, uh, uh, out of all of them, and Kane and Hurdle, which will make it very tough to sign them after next season, or do they get them re-signed up early? We'll see. Uh, speaking of Hurdle, um, he says, I'm so impressed with Barb's coming to a new team, especially on offense. It's fun to play with them right now. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> But that's totally how he would how he would say it, you know. It's yeah, that's that's how you would say it. Um, yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, he's yeah, he's been he's like again. I mean, I I feel like every show I've been on, you know, I've sang the praises of of Barabanov repeatedly. Um, and there's a reason for it. I mean, he's he's been great. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I mean, I don't think you you bust out the the paycheck, but I mean, give him a decent deal. I don't want to Ooh. say like like a Barabanov. Oh, um, you, you you don't have to pay him anything. Um, does he want to play in the NHL next year? Yeah. Here's your money. Like I mean, someone so, like it's not like people are gonna kick down the door for him, right? Right. Like someone's gonna someone's gonna like, yeah, he might have a couple suitors, but like it's again, it's like, it's it's a small number of games. Like this this guy's not gonna get you know six million next year or anything silly like that like you're gonna get him for a decent amount uh unconfirmed reports that eric carlson spoke to the media while eating an apple uh we don't know that quite sure but aj if you want to confirm that let us know uh but he did have some things to say afterwards kanishov came into camp and responded right away he's only going to get better with more experience he really sees his opportunity i mean yep. what do you what do you think of kanishov i mean he's he's played pretty solid and and he he might get the move up in the in the next uh, season. I think he's he's him. he's good. I don't think he's like. I think what he's done is really good, and I think he's an NHL defenseman. I I just, and I'm not trying to like downplay what he's done because I think what he's done is great. But I don't think that. I always get nervous, right? Because like we don't need the 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 shimmick effect where like for some reason you know everyone for the longest time was like shimmick's like the greatest thing since sliced bread like he's yeah <laughs> shimmick's good but he's replaceable like he's a guy i think kanizhov's a guy yeah and and 
they can be moved if if there's a piece that the sharks could use down the road. Um, right. But, I mean, but, you know. Yeah, I, I think that he's, like I said, I think he's done really, really good this season. I just, like, but he's not, he's not your, like, you could, you could find another Knizhov in oh, yeah. free agency or via trade. Like, he's, he's been good. And I'm not trying to downplay what he's done. I just, I, I think you just, you need to temper, you know, especially in a season like this where you don't want to overrate a guy that looks good when so many people look bad. Right. You know, it, it's it's nice to see. I mean, he, I don't think he's Mario Ferraro great, but I mean, no, decent. And like you said, yeah, he's a guy, but he's got decent decent ways for being a guy. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like he's 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 good, and I think he's done really well. And he's you know he came out of nowhere for me. Like he wasn't a, like when when they said they 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 take you know when you when you look at. Um, at guys when you know when they're talking about the roster I wasn't very excited about this guy at all but you know um, I think he's done really well for himself and I, again I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say he's he's garbage or anything like that I just I, I just get nervous because sometimes we we talk up a guy and then it's like you know um, and then we maybe we talk up guys too much sometimes and it it blows up in our face i think right uh carlson went and continue wanting to uh talk about the youngsters here which is interesting uh you have to give the younger guys the opportunity to be successful because we're going to need them in the future and we're going to be better off for it uh you know a guy that was saying in mid-season i didn't come here to be a part of a rebuild um now kind of giving some giving some praise a little bit to the youngsters kind of kind of shown you know where some of these kids and I emphasize some uh can be six look to be promising and successful I mean again don't show them the book but you know don't get all crazy like I think a lot of people were with Shimmick right away yeah yeah no exactly uh Matt welcome to the team bud <laughs> did I where did I miss the uh miss that in the chat Oh well, my bad, Matt. Welcome, thank you. Uh, Carlson would talk about Evander Kane. Kane has been a real pro this year, working hard on the ice, showing up every day. That's all we can ask. And, and yeah, you know, three assists on the night. Uh, for for a guy who's, you know, supposed to be one of their top notch players, and he's getting it done. I mean, I would love for him to finish off again getting the 25 i would love for hurdle to get to 20 on the year but uh you know like we said kane nice job all around this season yeah i mean kane had a lot of built-in excuses to suck this year right new dad financial issues you know the the list goes on and he's been great um he, like I said, yeah, he had, he had every excuse to suck this year and he hasn't. And that's a credit to his professionalism. And, you know, it's it's good to see. I mean, I shudder to think, like, again, without Hurdle and Kane, where this team would be right now. Yeah. It would be worse. I mean, it would still suck, but it would be so much worse. It'd be, it'd be Buffalo bad. Oh, God. 
No, not Buffalo Bad. I already dealt with that already. Uh, you know, it's been a tough year for everyone. It's unfortunate, but we have to look ahead, and the young guys gain value experience from it. We're looking forward to next season already. Uh, is it me, or did, did something happen to Carlson tonight? I'm now giving giving all kinds of praise and everything, and not that I there's mean, what are you going to say after a win, right? Like again, it's you're after a win. Like I don't think again. And, and and I'll always say this, right? Like teams tank, management tanks, players don't tank. You just, you know, you put a crappy group of players on the ice and they will lose. Players, players play. Um, players don't tank. Like, so, you know, again, I, I obviously it's, the, this is not where they want to be, right? I, I'm sure these guys, like to a man, want to be in the playoffs every year. Even, even players on crap ass teams like buffalo you know would rather be winning yeah no i think uh it's not rocket science well i mean think about it vander mm-hmm. kane up until his arrival in san jose would was only coming would be missing playoffs left and right mm-hmm. you know he gets I, I, honestly i think it's been a good fit for him here he, he's made the playoffs twice he's contributed you know a number of times especially this season uh and has played fairly well you know and and honestly i mean the guy does get a lot of bad raps with everything but you know i've met i met him outside uh of a giants game and he was all cool and everything and i mean kudos to to what's going on and i know you got a lot going on but you know uh yeah way way to show up yeah like he's he's been a pro through all of this um, and that's pretty much all you can ask for. Uh, same, same for Yosef Koshinash, who's taking seizing the opportunity, saying uh, two or three months ago, I didn't expect that I'd be playing for the Sharks. I'm doing my best to stay here as long as possible. Uh, he's even got um, some interest to uh, to uh, play for the Czech Republic team at the Worlds later this month in Latvia, uh, but he's unsure whether or not he's going to stay there or be part of the. Uh, the Pacific Division tournament for the uh, Barracuda in the AHL. Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough one for him, right? I, I I'm sure the Sharks would probably want him to stick around, but I don't know how they're gonna, what they're gonna do with their goaltending. Are they gonna send him down? Is he gonna is he gonna get the net if they send him back to the Barracuda after the season concludes? Um, it'll be interesting to watch for sure. Um, it's I'm sure, you know, anytime you get to represent your country, I think that's a great thing, regardless of whether it's a, you know, a big tournament like the Olympics or, you know, um, one that no one cares about, like the world. <laughs> but I mean, you know, get, but representing your country is a cool thing. So um, I, I would uh, I think that he's, uh, you know, good for him. Would, would you say that the, the world championships are uh, on par with the World Cup of Hockey? No, because again, like, no, because you you like at World Cup at hockey, you're still you're still icing like Olympic teams, right? Like you're icing. It's it's a best on best tournament. Um, the world isn't. All right, sounds good. Um, sounds like Andre Kopitar has scored his one thousandth point. I think that's a good idea, and we saw Jerry F. Uh, continue his tradition so we'll get to the wraparound here uh, and an interesting one indeed because we definitely have a lot of more teams clinching playoff spots on this night um, 
unfortunately with the sharks it isn't but you know but i digress uh so let's get to it as the sharks beat the avalanche three to two on this uh wednesday night if you're just joining us thanks for tuning in if you do us a favor hit that subscribe button down below uh also ring that bell that'll notify you when we do go on the air uh for uh for uh after dark so uh appreciate you all tuning in uh, and tell a friend we we really are growing this and we're on the verge of 2300 subscribers on the youtube and we thank uh the 5500 of you that have uh followed us on twitter uh we really appreciate that all around uh but let's get to uh Let's get to some of these scores here, uh, Ian. Lightning mm -hmm. win 6-2 to two over Dallas. That's a huge blow to uh, the Stars for their playoff chances. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, they're pretty much uh, they're in a dogfight with uh, Nashville for that last spot. Nashville also lost, but um, so it's a definitely a missed opportunity. But Dallas does have a game in hand, so um, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, they're they're in tough for sure. Yeah, six different goal scorers for uh, Tampa tonight. Sagan gets his second upon his return from uh, that that rough injury that kept him out, that you know made him struggle throughout the bubble uh, last fall. Uh, the Senators beat Montreal five to one. I, mean, I guess Montreal doesn't want to clinch a playoff spot yet, uh, but uh, you know, no, no, yeah. no, no Sharks were no former. Sharks or former Sharks prospects were uh, goal scorers on there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's man, it's um, I mean, good for Ottawa, I guess. You know, keep winning, uh, rack up those points, pass the Sharks. No, they're probably not going to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I would be, I'd be I'd be kind of I'd kind of be nervous if I was a Leafs fan right now because like getting that team first round like. I wouldn't be. I'm not afraid of Montreal first round, and I just I feel like maybe you'd want a tougher opponent first round because I feel like you're gonna get a better fight out of whoever comes out of that two three uh, two three matchup. And after playing Montreal, I don't know, like bad. I know the Jets have been on a downwind lately. Would would it be a better matchup for Toronto in the first round to get Winnipeg instead of Montreal? I think Winnipeg would put up a better fight than Montreal. And I think that's what you want. Like, you know, it might be nice for them because they might steamroll through and steamroll through quickly. So maybe you get that extra rest or whatever. But um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like you, you I just you'd want to for a team like that, that's had some some playoff collapses. I, I just feel like you want a tougher opponent in the first round. Not something you're going to roll over. Yeah, it. it because we all know, as as we've seen with the Sharks play playoffs in the past, finish up a series quickly, you definitely get some rust. But uh, also, Toronto still hasn't won a series in right. seventeen years. They they would like to get over that hump, and uh, they should. If they don't be Montreal, they should fold the franchise. <laughs> like at that point, just fold it up. I mean, if if they were to lose to Montreal, I mean, how devastating would that be for? the Leafs I um oh yeah no like you, you'd have to fold it up I, I think that there would be um there might even be a, a cleaning of the front office at that point oh boy 
I, I mean, maybe not. I, I'm not, I shouldn't say that. I really don't know, but I can't imagine that going over well. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really tough to see. I mean, it'd be great for Montreal. They would get a big upset, uh, just like they did last year in the bubble. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I look forward to the playoffs, even if the Sharks are out. Uh, something we were looking forward to tonight were the Capitals and Rangers playing. Um, yes, mostly <laughs> television. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so if you weren't with us on on Monday night, uh, Tom Wilson acted and did Tom Wilson things, and, and uh, the Department of Player Safety just went full on, don't give an F. Uh, only find him $5,000 for punching Bushnevich, who was on the ice, and then um, violating that flow that Artemi Panarin has, and yeah, but he just like the they season. didn't even care about the Panarin thing. Basically, right. like it was for the Bushnevich thing, which I still think like okay, if if you're just looking at the Bushnevich thing by itself, it's not it's not a great look, but it's probably not a suspension. But I don't understand how you can grab someone by the hair, shove them face down, unprotected into the ice, and nothing happens like again you know it's like you're supposed to protect your star players but apparently not um i don't understand like i just i really 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 don't understand how that happens right um and yeah i mean i was flabbergasted by the lack like i mean i remember i think me and landry on the show the night that happened and i was like i thought it was gonna be like you know, I, I set the over under for ten and a half games, and I took the over. Yeah, no, I I'm absolutely stunned. Um, and I know I brought it up in in our DMs, but you know Ray Whitney, who is also part of the Department of Player Safety, um, you know, actually saw something similar happen in his playing career uh, mm-hmm. as a shark, and I'm just surprised by by the move that there was nothing but a fine, uh, which. I, I can't believe it, and, and it just just is just going to make it a precedence going forward that you know one you're not protecting a star player, which Panarin is, I think, uh, especially a New York uh, market. I think it's just you know, yeah, but, it's, uh, it's 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 a joke. Um, I think the league has to do something about this they should have done something about it already i don't know if it's something that has to be you know if they, if they make changes it has to be collectively bargained i don't know i don't know if that's the case or not um but they, they need to do something um i can't believe that they would just do nothing and then be silent about it yeah um and that's just crazy about it go ahead and sorry if this was i and i'm surprised yeah i mean it, it's i i i it's so dumb like you know, things I don't understand in the NHL goaltender interference and <laughs> apparently what's a suspension. Right. Like every time I think I know what's what it changes their mind. Like I don't understand, you know, this is, it's stupid. I mean, having the problem and here's the problem, right? The problem is, is that the NHL romanticizes this shit so much. And I'm like, and, and look at me, I'm not a hockey pacifist. All right. I knew that game was going to be a gong show tonight. Yep. I tuned in to watch all the fights. Like I knew it was good. There was going to be, you know, a, a bunch of fights off the start. Didn't disappoint. But I also, you know, but what happened with Panarin and 
Tom Wilson, that wasn't a fight. Like, and don't get me wrong, fighting's stupid. I, I understand fighting's stupid. It's just, it's something that, you know, I've grown up with and it's hard to let go. Right. But I also understand the stupidity of it, right? Like, I understand CT is a real thing. And, you know, they probably shouldn't be punching themselves in the head in 2021. What, you know, it's stupid. But the problem is, is the league romanticizes this bullshit so much. And they have these guys that are, you know, they've got in, you know, George Peros is the director of player safety. Guys, a, you know, guy was a goon, guys, a fighter. They they have this romantic view of what they brought to the game. And we still hear it to this day. Like, you know, when things were going wrong, you know. You had people in Sharks Twitter, oh, when's Gabriel coming back in the lineup, right? Like, shut up. Like, <laughs> this is the problem, right? So, I mean, I understand, like, because, again, we romanticize this stupidity. Well, and yeah. and Gabriel's a fucking clown car on fucking skates. But there's a, still a pocket of the fan base that's like, oh, where is he? Oh, you know, stupid. And until we stop romanticizing this shit and treat it the way every other league in the world treats it, that'll be fine. And people are like, oh, but if they take fighting out, no one will watch anymore. Fighting's gone down year over year and people still oh. watch. Yeah. No, it's it's been a more enjoyable game, if anything, with that. Uh, but the game itself, I mean, yes, there was a line brawl that started the game. Then the second that Tom Wilson comes out, there was another fight with him. Uh, I mean, the, the Capitals penalty box was... Uh, more stuff than a McDonald's French fry container, it seems like. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I saw in the chat after one period, the combined one hundred penalty minutes. Going over on. yeah, over yeah. hundred penalty minutes uh, uh, in the first. You know, quickly to some of the super chats of Rob Iman saying, if this were the NFL, Wilson would be done for the year, including playoffs. He should have been done for the year, including playoffs. Like any other, like yeah, it, it's it's a bad look for the NHL in my opinion. No other league would would tolerate something like that and the nhl needs to clamp down if they're if they're actually serious about player safety then be you know the only thing the department of player safety the only thing i can definitely say about it for sure is it's a department mm -hmm. it exists i guess like but it's you know it's a joke it, it really is when you have stuff like this and then the rangers come out with a absolutely wow wowzers of a statement uh and it just happens that that prior to the game they f they fire their president and gm um which they say wasn't in response to the comments that came out but you know so my understanding is the comments like that message that went out on but from their social media team was from dolan himself it wasn't from the gm or the I, I believe that's what I heard. I don't know if that's for sure, for sure, but that's what I feel like I I heard tonight from a few different sources that, uh, not my sources, just like people, you know, that are in the know. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I have no sources. Um, so my understanding is that the, the Rangers, like that message came out on the behest of the ownership of, of James Dolan. And, you know, I, I don't blame them. And, and considering everything that's gone on, uh, especially this year, there's been some co questionable calls on suspensions. Uh, and, and I don't understand why it is the tough guy or the or the fighter or the goon that continues to be in charge of this department. 
uh, I just don't understand. I, I mean, I, I like how, you know, there is there is a there is him and, and then and another guy, Ray Whitney, that kind of balance. They're supposed to balance this out. But, you know, I, this doesn't look like they, any balance at need, all. I I'm start. I'm at the point now where it's like. You can't clean this up. I, I, and and this will be an unpopular opinion, and that's fine. I say things that are unpopular all the time. I don't think it needs to be a former player. I think you need to get the players out of the Department of Player Safety and put people in there that actually, with a mandate to actually clean things up and not right. look at it through the lens of, well, back in my day when I watched hockey or when I played 20 years ago, this is how we handled things. Right. Right? That's 20 years ago. It's a different game. Yeah. It's a total different game, you know. Uh, but uh, fact or fiction from Rob Iman, uh, Rangers get fined for their howdy duty sessions, to quote him. They, I'm surprised they haven't been. And it's still early. They, maybe they still get fined. I, I was expecting a massive fine to get dropped on them today. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised that it didn't. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked, but at the same time, like I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have already happened. And it would probably be a bad look for the league, too, if you find them yeah. way more than what uh, you know Tom Wilson gets. And, and Matt M making the good point: not suspending Re- Wilson resulted in six fights in the first period of the Caps Rangers game tonight. Then Bushnevich crosses, cross checks um, Anthony Manthan Manthan in the face. face. It's like, yeah. my God. Not a good look. Um, But you know what? Probably the highest rated national game of the year. So I guess the NHL wins after all. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I completely agree. If you, you know, maybe someone fights Tom Wilson. If there's no, if there's no suspension, maybe someone fights Tom Wilson and that's the end of it. Yeah. If, if I guess he wouldn't been in the game, but maybe there's a maybe there's a fight, but yeah, I don't think there's what you saw tonight. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, how about a three-headed monster, a former player, front office person, and a former ref? How about just people that are I don't know competent? I, <laughs> yeah, like I I just I I I think you need to take out the like through the old timey hockey lens, and I know again won't be a popular opinion but that's my opinion if you really want to make things clean get rid of the old-timey hockey lens and look at it through a lens of hmm maybe we shouldn't be giving guys vte yeah and with all the fights there's a lot more going on like seriously yeah, yeah and i mean and and i i think the other thing too to get off this topic because i think we could spin around it all night um, TG Oshie, three goals, uh, oh, hat trick, yeah. uh, first game after, uh, he played after announcing that his father passed away. I mean, that's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's nice. I, I'm glad that th- that game, you know, that it kind of took the focus off the, the gong show of, of the beginning, yeah, right? Big time. Like, it's just, it's funny. It's like, the, it's the tale of two games and one game. Like you have this, this beautiful, that I just, it's just a beautiful moment at the end with, you know, Oshi tearing up and, you know, giving the, giving, you know, getting hugs from his teammates and everything else. And it's just, it's crazy to think that that all that happened in one game. Yeah. No, 
uh, I mean, all of that for Crazy Night, and then you have the Sharks game that comes on and doesn't get a, you know, a goal yeah. in 35 minutes. Yeah, and Benjamin's saying one thing is to make fines better, make them proportional to salary. Again, the problem here is, is it's not something the NHL can do on its own. They have to get the players to sign off. And obviously the players like only losing $5,000 being the maximum allowed under the thing, right? Like right. The, the the PA is just as much at fault for, uh, for this as the NHL. And, and don't let them tell you different because they're, you know, they collectively bargain for this stuff and, and you know, if they if they wanted to increase the penalties, I'm sure the NHL would listen. Not big time, but, and as they should. Yeah, uh, it's yes, uh, it's it's awesome that Tim Oshie got to see his um, son win a cup in eighteen for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, right? Like the players are just as the PA is just as much as as at fault for this as the NHL because this is a collectively bargained thing. So if they were, you know, they could go to you know in the next round of bargaining and be like look we want better penalties you know so i because i don't want someone to hurt me but unfortunately the union represents all players and that's kind of the crap you end up with yeah and, and it, does it teach them anything obviously not because wilson's been around forever uh and has had multiple suspensions so yeah he's he's, he's a guy that you know he he is a guy that should be out of the league like yeah. pronto yeah it's just it just keeps mind-boggling that he still continues on and as we continue on with this wraparound now uh the blue jackets went four to two over the predators uh york strand with two goals on the night uh a, a loss that's okay because you know the dallas stars lost tonight so they're they're on they're in good shape uh, yeah, the Stars do have a game in hand, though, so it's not something that the Nashville can afford to do uh, too many more times, um, especially on nights where Dallas uh, also loses. So um, if from a Predators perspective, they, they can't afford too many more uh, games like that, especially if Dallas starts picking up some wins. Right, right. Uh, the Blues lose in a shootout 3-2 to two over the Anaheim Ducks. And what was most likely the swan song for David Backus uh, in St. Louis. Uh, definitely some emotion there to, uh, to see, especially at the end of the game. So quite nice tribute as uh, he gets a victory. Uh, and so does Anthony Stolar. So, hey, St. Louis, glad, glad we're not the only one that loses to a third-string goaltender. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, St. Louis, um, again it's it's funny right like nobody wants that fourth seed <laughs> but nobody they might get it they might yeah, i mean they think they, they did pick up a point um it's crazy that that la is still mathematically in this thing go figure right they just in games in hand uh, yeah uh vegas wins an ot three to two alex petrangelo with the game winning goal there but it, that this was also another fight filled thing as uh as Vegas kind of went after Kaprizov a little bit, uh, which, you know, that could be a first-round match, depending on how things shake up. Uh, but Kaprizov came back with a score two goals in about two minutes to, t to tie the game up for Minnesota uh, himself in the third period. But, uh, yeah, talk about a, a gong show there as well. Yeah, um, Vegas kind of sling the beast. Minnesota's kind of had their number. Um, so that's a big win for Minnesota. Also, I think it's... Uh, Mark Andre Fleury moves into third all times with wins. Yep. 
which is, uh, you know, it's a, that's an impressive stat for sure for Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't want to play either of those teams in the first round, to be honest. I, I mean, honestly, who... Who don't you? Who do you want to avoid in the first round? That's that's a tough. Yeah, I really one. don't want none of that. You know, so uh, you know, uh, Winnipeg punches their ticket into the North Division playoffs with a four nothing win over Calgary. Uh, so right now uh, they have the number three seed in there, and because if I'm not mistaken, the Coyotes lose four to two. It was I I think Arizona is out now and. LA is the only one that really has a shot at it now, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much at this point. Um, or did St. Louis clinch? I, I want to... St. Louis hasn't clinched yet, according to the standings. Um, I think they, they're not... I think that LA is not mathematically out yet. Gotcha. But they're, they're really close. I mean, and they just won another game. So... Um, St. Louis, I mean, St. Louis is going to be the one that finishes in that spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this Arizona's pretty much done like dinner. Uh, they would have to win out. The Blues would have to would have to lose out, I think. And just looking I know, at and now, Even then, they can't. Yeah, yeah I don't. They're yeah, done. Arizona has two games left. They can only get to 54, so they're out. Yeah, they're, so, they're out. So L.A. is the only one that can get in. Uh, they have 48 points with five games to go. St. Louis has 56 points with five games to go. So I judging by my math and I could be wrong. I, I think it's probably just going to be a win. Probably three points will probably just do it either gained by victories or overtime losses or, or LA just falling apart and that should clinch the fourth spot. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to win a game. Um, so, but either way, I think those four teams, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. I mean, the playoffs are looking like they're going to be fun. I mean, I I see, like, Tampa and Florida. The first time we're going to see the Battle of Florida, I think that's mm-hmm. going to be great. We're going to see a Southeast battle, potentially, whether it's if it's Carolina and Nashville or Carolina and Dallas. Uh, you know, talk about the growth of the game there. And then in the East, you have the classic squads of Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, Islanders. Uh, and then right now you have Toronto, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. Man, the, I, I know the Sharks are out, but it's going to be fun to watch some of these playoffs and see how oh, it's yeah. going to work. Especially I'm, since I'm looking forward to this series for sure. Especially since they've played only played them, you know, either seven, eight, ten times a year. Yeah. So, and, and AJ's right. Enjoy this weekend. And the last time you'll see the Desert Dogs more than twice a season. You know. Um, yeah. And that's that's the two-game series this weekend. Friday and Saturday, the Sharks and the Desert Dogs. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I Arizona's out. San Jose's out. Uh should be interesting to see who, who gets put in the lineup for this one. Again, just keep rolling. Just keep rolling different guys in and letting them get a chance to, to do something right. Like I don't, I don't know. At this point, I really, I'm indifferent. Keep rolling new guys in, <laughs> and see what sticks. I mean, keep Barabanov going with that line. I mean, it's nice. Well, it's... I think yeah, I think like guys like that. Like if like that line's working, so you don't screw with it. But I, I, you can still you can rotate guys in and out of the bottom six. That's fine. 
It's interesting how how two of the impact players weren't even at, in at camp <laughs> this year. So tell us how how things can go in a fifty six game regular season. So with that, uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Of course, hit that subscribe button to YouTube. We're almost at 2,300 people. Let's go. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. And with that, we'll wrap things up as we get ready for the weekend series against the Desert Dogs. Uh, Ian, as always, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a victory. Some will say it's actually a loss because it's a victory. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I can definitely see uh, I can see both perspectives on that for sure. So. Um, when the Sharks do good, it's good. And when the Sharks do good, sometimes it's also bad. <laughs> Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Ian Blogs Hockey on the Twitter machine. Um, and you can also, uh, coming soon, uh, I, we don't have a set date yet, but uh, on this very channel, uh, Teal Tinted Glasses coming back. Nice. Uh, don't have a set date yet, but it will be on this channel, so stay tuned for that. More more hockey content, the better. I, I always Absolutely. say I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, we will be back with you this weekend for the back-to-back -back series with the Sharks and the Desert Dogs. Uh, two games set at home as the Sharks will finish up their 56-game season. Uh, Friday night is at 7.30, and I believe, uh, yeah, both games are at 7.30 uh, for, for the Desert Dogs. So with that, we'll leave you here uh the chomperization continues on the discord channel so hop on over there right now and, and until friday night keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we will see you friday night